I'm joined today by Michael Orinaka from Illinois to talk about his recent project, building a concrete printer or a clay printer actually from scratch uh, called the Clay Printer 3D. Michael, how are you? All right, Jerry, nice to meet you. Thank you uh, very much for the opportunity to uh, be on your show and talk about my journey um, in this, you know, house, giant 3D printer world. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still pretty young. I'm a, I'm a teacher, actually. I just finished graduate school in 2018, but I actually do, I, I don't really want to be, I, I studied educational leadership. That's what my master's degree is in, and I don't really want to do that. I, I noticed that I'm more of a technical, hands-on kind of person. I've always been, um, you know, I just want to point that out because I know that a lot of people like me, uh, you know, my parents are from Nigeria, and so there are a lot of second-generation immigrants like me who have, who are very, you know, creative, but they're, you know, the, the cultural expectation is to, uh, you know, get a higher education degree, and sometimes we're not really passionate about that. And so, you know, moving on, um, I've always been an artist, hands-on kind of person. And so this is actually my uh, third revision of this machine. I'm gonna see if I can find a, <laughs> a picture. You should be able to screen share, I think. Okay, let's see if I can. Yeah, that was going to be my first question is, what's your background uh, and how did you get started with this? It's pretty ambitious to build your own system from scratch. Uh, that some people want to buy one, they're hundreds of thousands of dollars, so it's really cost prohibitive. But I saw you're hoping to sell your system for like $40,000, so you must be building it for a little less than that, hopefully, uh, which is incredible. Uh, definitely. Um, the way I think of it is it's very simple. Uh, a, a 3D printer can be small, as a lot of people are used to, you know, 3D printing plastic, you know, toys, uh, things for their cars, things for around the house. But what a lot of people don't realize is a, a 3D printer can actually be scaled up pretty precisely uh, using the same technology that is powering these, Stepper you know, these, small, yeah, these small printers. And that can allow us to do some pretty amazing things. I realized this when I was in college, you know, again, I was suffering from the dilemma of, I was studying special education. I'm a, I'm a high school teacher right now, um, but I do this on, you know, on the side, but let me see. Okay. So there we go. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just looking through my Google photos to see if I can find that machine. Sure. Um, so when you first got started, how did you design your extruder head? Did you find some plans or some some reference you were able to use? Uh, My background is actually in uh, five you know five axis CNC machining. Okay, cool. I wanted I wanted to build my own five axis CNC machine, and I was on a group. I was on the CNC uh, group on Reddit, and everyone said, "There we go. I found it. I found it." Everyone said it could be done. You know, it has to be done in a factory. Things like that. Let me see if I can screenshot this or, you know, screen share this. Um, a lot of people said it couldn't be done, but um, I ended up 
kind of share uh, okay so this is a 5-axis uh, CNC machine I built uh, in my room when I was actually still in uh, undergrad when I was mm -hmm. studying special education I was very proud of this because you know a 5-axis CNC machine is a milling uh, machine yeah the machine was very precise um, but I ended up buying a different property where I decided to scale up and you know focus on 3d printing because i realized that you know 5-axis cnc machine 5-axis cnc machining is very uh it, i mean it's nice it's it's very precise but a 3d printer can make the same uh you know quality uh, as a 5-axis cnc machine if you use a nozzle with a small enough uh, diameter so uh, let me let me stop sharing Okay, so if you use a nozzle with a small enough diameter, you can actually achieve uh, some very uh, uh, precise uh, detail with when it comes to 3D printing. And it can make, you can make basically the same quality uh, as a 5-axis CNC machine. But here is the, here's the part where it gets interesting. So a lot of people are asking like, how are you able to afford a giant 3D printer? How are you, how are you able to afford the materials needed to do that? An artist should not be constrained by money. If you had a giant 3D printer that was plastic, you would have you would need a lot of money just to you know be able to play around with that printer, just to you know make 3D models. And so you should that should that should not be the reality. It should be cheap. It should be affordable. I mean, think about it. Uh, Wasp. I'm sure you've you've heard of Wasp, right? The 3D printing company. Yeah, of They're course. The 3D printing houses out of uh, uh, clay, out of earth. Earth is the most abundant, one of the most abundant resources we have. So there's no way it should be uh, expensive. Well, there's it's one the, big issue is the rotor stators. Those cost uh, about $1,000 each brand new. And you can replace the uh, part that wears away for about 600 bucks. And they probably use maybe 8 to 12 of those to complete a structure the size of the Tecla house by Wasp. Uh, so that's Definitely. at least six grand there. So it's not, uh, say, expensive in terms of construction for a house relative to standard construction costs in America, but it's still, uh, I mean, it takes a lot of money. Definitely. Definitely. Um, this particular machine, I was able to build it for about, uh, uh, I don't really want to name the cost, but... You sell, you're trying to sell it for $40,000. I think that shares enough information about it. Um, yeah. So are you using a mixer pump system? Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, I actually built my uh, pump system manually. Everything is built manually. I'm about to give you a tour of the machine right now. I'm just trying to figure this out on my phone. Uh, yeah, cool. So does your mixer pump system include rotor stators? Rotor stators, uh, as in a stepper motor? No, the rotor stator is the piece that makes sure the material is homogenous. It's a metal sleeve with rubber on the inside with an auger that rotates. Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, we have one of those. Uh, I have one of those in progress. However, what I'm using right now, just for demonstrations, is the um, is actually an extru an extruder uh, a pump, an extruder pump. So uh, how is the material mixed? The material, the material uh, right now is mixed manually, but mm -hmm. we, uh, I am building that uh, 
Um, I'll, I'll show you that very soon. Yeah, that's a great way um, to get started manually. You don't have to deal with the rotor stators. It's very cost effective and you can definitely. troubleshoot everything. Working with it by hand gives you much uh, more, obviously, hands-on experience rather than uh, the mixer pump. Well, uh, you know, just just you know, some information to restore everything. All right, so let me go outside, give you a quick tour of the machine, uh, show you what's going on, show you how big the machine is. And uh, yeah, I'll be back. Well, here's the machine here. This is the PlayStation 3D. Um, nice. I can turn this around. <clears throat> nice. All right, well, here's the machine. Uh, this is a giant uh, clay 3D printer, as you mentioned earlier, and uh, it's able to print very high quality uh, models due to the tiny. Uh, nozzle that we have here. So, uh, this machine, kind of nervous right now. This is my first time showing anyone this, the machine. It's actually still in the cosmetic phase, but this machine, let me see if I can show you the whole view here. So, here's the machine. This is the clay station. And you got a generator. And you got a generator. Yes. Okay. Let me get that out of the view. Clay station 3D. Oh, the here's generator is important too. The is important too. Oh yeah, very important. It's all important. It's all important. Here's the PlayStation 3D, uh, giant clay 3D printer. So this is actually a very special setup here. The blue that you can see there is the Z-axis. Mm -hmm. That table goes from where it is right now all the way down to the floor. So that's your Z-axis height. That's about four, uh, four feet that, that you can print. That yellow there is the X-axis. That's about mm -hmm. uh, 10 feet. 10 feet x-axis and then that um the yellow one here is our y-axis mm -hmm. and that's about i'm gonna say eight feet and so this is the clay station 3d i wanted to make it a color that when people look at it they they just want to create something they just want to make something. And so I'm, go I'm going to go on a campaign. I'm going to build a few for some nonprofit organizations. I'm going to build, I'm going to take orders on the website. The website is going to be live in about, I'm going to say a week. This is the PlayStation 3D. Very nice. So have, what have you printed with it so far? What have I printed with it so far? I printed uh, just a demonstration piece. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you an updated video of the prints, but for now, I've just been focusing on the cosmetics. As you can see, we have our stepper motors here. Um, here's our NEMA, uh, NEMA 34 stepper motors, um, two of those. So this is the x-axis stepper motor. This is slaved to the other stepper motor there. These two stepper motors move in, you know, in synchronicity together. These four blue, uh, okay, so let me move over here. It's incredible you put this together yourself. I mean, there's people with engineering degrees who would like to do this and don't feel capable. I mean, it just clicked. I mean, it just, I can't even explain. It just comes together so easily for me. To do this mm -hmm. this is a 50 to 1 reducer that's what makes these so strong that's what makes these able to lift 
this table and support whatever is printed, concrete, clay, doesn't matter. Uh, basically, the bed will break before anything happens to these. That's how strong these are. Uh, these mm -hmm. are 50 to 1, and I have four of them slaved together. So all these four Z-axis motors move down together. They all move uh, one step at a time together. And that, that allows us to keep our prints very, uh, very neat. This machine, the special thing about this machine is, is every axis is adjustable. So these are all adjustable. There's no way your, your print can be out of, out of sync, out of, you know, out of square or anything because everything, every axis is perfectly adjustable. That's a, that's a, that's a lesson that I learned from my first machine that I built, that five axis CNC machine that I showed you earlier. Um, everything has to be adjustable. That's how you get, uh, pre precision. Um, and so the wiring is not really pretty right now, but I'm, a, I'm an expert at it. Basically it works perfectly. It's just not pretty. So let's go in here. This is the wire. This is the, basically the control room. Yeah. We have our motor drivers here. Uh, a couple other 3D printers. This is, this is a, you know, this is a nylon 3D printer. That's why I bought it to print nylon. This one is a regular 3D printer. Uh, but this is our control room. This is all of our um, drivers. Yeah, that's really cool yeah, setup. Really cool so setup. is it just you, like, is right it just you right now? It's just me. Just me doing everything. All the wiring, all the building, all the painting. Uh, but I can get this done about... With employees, I can get it done in about two to three weeks. But if it's just me, it's going to be two to three months, to be honest with you, because everything has to be perfect. I can't sell a $40,000 machine that doesn't perform perfectly. This machine is going to produce top level. The, the reason that I actually built this machine, Jared, is not to print houses. It was originally to print uh, car parts. I've always loved like Lamborghinis, Porsches. So mm -hmm. I was going to print my own, my own bumpers. That would you know, go so viral. Uh, go so viral hoods and everything and make copies of fiberglass copies of them this machine will enable you to do that perfectly i don't i'm not advising anyone to copyright infringe that's not what i'm doing but if you wanted to like enter the supercar industry this machine will easily print the parts that you need in you know in in real size so like i said the wiring is not pretty but i'm basically an expert i know how to wire all the motors i know how to get the right gear reduction that you need for the correct uh loads and i know how to make all the axes adjustable so you don't even have to buy the clay th the clay station 3d if you have a project that you're working on i can help you achieve what you want to achieve cool so what do you need oh, so most right now to get to the next right level get to the next level I'm sorry, one more time, Jared. What What do you need the what, most right now to get to the next level? What do I need the most right now is time. I have everything I need. I have, like I said, the reason that, the, the reason that this was so affordable to me, simple to me, was because I understand how axes work. I understand mm -hmm. how to fabricate parts. I mean, these parts, you can get these parts. It's not about the money to someone who, to, to a real engineer who knows how, linear systems work it's not a we can we can make this we can do this with junk but you know so to a regular to the layman you know to the layman 
that's 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 why it seems com complicated. That's why it seems expensive to someone who knows who understands this. It's very it's, to us. It's cheap. We can do it affor affordably. Um, my biggest hurdle right now is time. I'm working 24/7 on this. Um, I'm actually about to work on this full time. Like I said, I'm a full time teacher at the moment. Mm -hmm. but this is so demanding. The demand, the responses that I'm getting from this, the interest that I'm getting uh, from this is so profound that I have to, I'm going into this full time. I'm going to focus on this full time. Um, but yeah, um, like I said, I'm still in the cosmetic phase. Here's my pump. Okay, so the pump right now is not assembled, but basically here's the, here's the, so this is basically a very, um, a very long, very long, uh, PVC pipe mm -hmm. inside of it. I have clay, very soft clay. And basically, let me show you, how, let me show you how the pump works. There was just some water in there to, to keep the clay from, from drying out. If the clay dries out, you have to redo the whole thing. You can't, you, the clay cannot dry out. Uh, but let me show you how simple it is to, to load the, um, the pump. Yeah. So basically yeah. here's my clay container here inside of here. I have clay, very soft clay. I keep this, you know, this net on it just to keep things from falling inside. And so mm -hmm. you load clay into the, the tube, which I've already done. I'm gonna paint this uh, tube green. Uh, that's gonna be the the company color: red, blue, yellow, and green for the pump, for the extruder. Um, so here's our extruder here. Again, very to someone you know to the layman, this might be expensive. Like, how are you able to to own a fifty to one? NEMA 34 extruder. How are you able to do that? To someone who understands how this works, it's easy. Um, it's simple to understand. Let me see if I can position this. Okay, so right now I'm going to load the extruder. So here's our cap to keep the clay from, uh, you know, seeping out. Mm -hmm. So basically I'm going to pull this off. Seems like it Okay. All right, so here's our clay. We got a little bit coming out. That's not really what we want right now. So we'll push a little bit of that back in there. All right. And then here's the second part of the extruder. First of all, I'm going to load the extruder. I'm going to load the tube full of clay onto the extruder itself. So very mm -hmm. simple, again, adjustable.
All right, so like I said, adjustable. Everything is adjustable. Nothing can be out of out of. All right, here, there we go. Nothing can be out of out of whack, out of line, you know. So that's the that's how you load it. You tighten it, and you're ready. And then here's the plunger. Very simple. Uh, I'm just gonna load the plunger inside into the tube. Okay. How do we do that? <laughs> well, when you tighten this. When you tighten the tube onto the extruder body, when you tighten this, it's not gonna be able to move. That's what allows this to push. That's what allows this to push. This is another linear uh, system that I made. Um, I can basically do, I can, I can make these uh, with my eyes closed, okay? And then here is a, This is a 50 to one NEMA 34 uh, actuator, okay? So basically like in your car, that's the engine, that's the transmission, but this is 50 to one, which allows us to push like very heavy loads. Mm -hmm. uh, this, allow this allows us to push, like the clay doesn't even have to be, um, the clay doesn't have to be very soft. It can actually be quite firm, but this very strong uh, reduced uh, reducer allows us to push, uh, you know, firm clay out of it. And then here's the last part of the extruder. Still have to paint it, but um, this goes here. So this is front. This is our tube. This is our tube for the actual, for the second extruder on the actual uh, 3D printer. So we're gonna put this in here. Uh, just pretend this button for now. And then here's our tube. I made it long enough to, uh, to span the entire distance of the uh, Y axis of the machine mm -hmm. basically. So this goes in this uh, little hole right here. Obviously this could be 3D printed better, this could be made better, but this is just a demonstration. Um, that goes in there, the clay goes from here to the, the second extruder and comes down of here. Okay, so from that tube, from that from that long tube, it goes all the way, goes through here and comes out of here. This tiny nozzle, and that allows you to get very fine detail with very a very abundant material. You can actually mm -hmm. dig your own clay in your backyard, uh, sift it, refine it, and print with it. I mean, that's how simple it is to make something like, you know, car parts, aerospace parts, you know, molds, very simple, affordable way to do it. You'd make car parts You'd out of clay? Car parts out of clay? Definitely. Definitely. Because here's the thing. Uh, 
to make it very precise, you first have to let the machine work on it, but you can't forget the human touch. The human touch is what makes it, you know, what, what, makes, what makes it come alive, okay? Mm -hmm. This is the roughing process. The machine does the roughing. The machine, I don't consider, I don't consider the machine the final solution to the, to the work of art. Some people do, you know, some people like to, to leave their, their printed houses bare. Um, but I feel like there should be a finishing process that should be done by hand. That's just how I do it as an artist. Uh, let me go ahead and show you what I'm going to be working on in November. When you come here, uh, as we discussed pre previously, I'm going to be printing the house. That continuous pump that you were that you mentioned earlier will be done. I'll show you, you know, the pump in progress. But I really want to stick. I really want to emphasize these colors. This is the clay station. This is the the station for creating things out of clay. You can you can use uh, you know you you can use plastic. You can put a plastic extruder on there. You can use concrete, which I will. And the idea for this machine is to print, you know, modular concrete panels that could be assembled on site. Okay, so you would print it, you would print the panels on here and then tow them over to the work site and assemble sure. them. Sure. Okay, uh, I might as well mention this. Uh, this is the Z Printer 650. This is a powder bed, full color 3D printer gonna be using that for the interior of the, the cars that I design. Uh, are you familiar cool. with this printer, Jerry? Cool. No, I don't no, look at any printers that aren't uh, doing uh, houses. Doing houses. <laughs> okay. I right. stay in a very so concentrated, very niche. concentrated niche. Exactly. I like it. All right. Here's our supply of. Uh, to you know, to 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 anyone else, this might be a pile of. What to me, this is the body, this is the frame of a giant uh, 3D printer. That's I love the way you think, man. I'm sorry? I love the way you think in terms of the systems. You were talking about how money shouldn't be the issue for an artist. And I was a little confused by what you were saying. Like, at first, I thought maybe you just had some crazy grant funding or so, I don't know, somehow you were just getting tons of money, but it's actually without the money at all, you're able to make it work. You don't see that as a barrier. It's just uh, if you, you have to utilize the mechanics the correct way. I can do this with wood. I can, I can print a very high detail 3D printer all out of wood just by making it adjustable and making the nozzle a fine diameter, you can print very fine. It's not about the money, uh, as you said. So when you come here in November, you're gonna see uh, the giant house 3D printer. This is the, you know, the PlayStation 3D. This is the little brother. Okay, mm -hmm. well, I guess the big brother since this one came first, but this is our giant house uh, 3D printer. We're gonna be 3D, a, 3D printing a demonstration building here. This is a pretty large property. This is about half an acre. Uh, that I'm using to uh, demonstrate things for clients. I'm eventually going to 3D print a house on uh, the far side of this property and sell it. Uh, I'm still thinking about that. I would love some, you know, some discourse on that with anyone who's willing. Uh, you can email me at uh, fadedgalaxyco at gmail.com, F-A-D-E-D-G-A-L-A-X-Y-C-O at gmail.com and my name is michael aronica 
you can you can also reach me at 618-540-8354. I prefer texting, but you can call me uh, during weekdays. Yeah, and if somebody yeah, wants to work for you or work, work with you, you uh, is, that you, uh, is that something you've mentioned employees before? employees before? Definitely, definitely. I would love to form a team of uh, basically start uh, house 3D printing future. The field is just waiting for innovators like, you know, me and you who, who can contribute our ideas to the field. So I'm more of a documenter an than an innovator. I, I can contribute. I'm more uh, of a documenter. One more time. I'm more one of a documenter time, than an I'm innovator. I'm not actually working on the tech myself. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, just, myself. Filming I'm, I'm just filming it. I'm a journalist as opposed to an engineer. But you are supposed to work. So, uh, as I mentioned, these are the, these are the colors. We have red, yellow, blue. This is going to be the same color for the giant house 3D printer. I don't know how my neighbor is going to feel about that, but we'll see what happens. It's all cool, in the, man. It's, it's all in the name of innovation. All right. So, again, this is the Clay Station 3D. This bed is going to be painted white. White is the color of, you know, it has to be white. You, before you draw on a piece of paper, the paper is white. So before you print on the clay station 3D, the bed has to be white. The bed has to be blank to give you enough space to express your ideas, your wildest ideas, okay? It'll look great on your property. Everyone will love it. Everyone will ask you what it is. Everyone will want to use it. You can use this machine to take custom orders. Um, it's just a nice machine. It's a, it's a very, I haven't seen any other machines on the market, uh, this size, uh, you know, for clay, for concrete, of course, but for clay specifically dedicated to clay, as I said, this machine can handle concrete, you know, can handle even plastic, but right now we're focusing on clay because it's abundant. It's easy to, to load. It's easy to, to work with. It's very forgiving. So we're, we're working with clay. We want to we want to work with something that people have always worked with for centuries. And with that final human touch, you can actually make something uh, look very good. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Jerry, what uh, what about you? What about your? Uh, how long have you been doing this? I did receive an email uh, from you about. A year ago, asking about the printer. Uh, do you remember that? Uh, I don't. There's uh, 322 companies I'm trying to follow, so it's hard to uh, remember the ins and outs of each one. But I guess I had saw maybe you posted something somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So you said you mentioned you have some stuff on the computer inside to show me more screen share stuff. Let me go ahead and switch back to the computer. I just want to show people how easy it is. A lot of people wonder how how are those houses designed? You know how those, you know how the three D printed houses look with the, with the hollow cores and all that. A lot of people want to know how that's designed. Well, I have an easy technique to make your own house to to make your own house using your own uh, floor floor plan. 
You can get a floor, floor plan from uh, Google Images. You can draw up your own uh, floor plan. It's up to you, but this is a very easy, fast technique to make your own 3D model for a 3D printed house based on a floor plan that works for you, okay? So let's go back to the house. All right, Jared, I'm back. All right. And I'm just gonna show you a quick way to make your own uh, 3D model for your 3D printed building house. Uh, so let's go ahead and go to Photoshop here. And I'm just going to uh, grab the brush tool, increase the pixels a little bit. Okay. What program are you in now? This is, this is Photoshop. Can cool. you see that? Yeah. Can you see this? All right, so this is the brush tool, and all right, so just, let me just draw a quick little, quick, a quick little floor plan. Okay, so we got the level. Li uh, can't talk today. We got the living room here. And let's say this is a bedroom. Okay, we got a two-bedroom house. Okay, so this is a two-bedroom. That's... Then we got the dining room in here. And then maybe this is the bathroom, okay? It's a bathroom. So just B for bathroom. Sure. Um, and then the uh, this down. So bedroom one, and then bedroom two, and then we have the living room, and then the dining room. Okay. And so this is what you typically see with those 3D printed clay or, you know, concrete buildings, sure. even clay buildings. Interior and exterior yeah, wall. Exactly. Oh, I've got my door here. Okay, so let me get my door. Okay. You could go to Google Images and find one of these. I mean, the... Uh, Put your dimensions in. Let's say, like, you want an 800 square feet uh, house. Okay. All you need is a, a floor plan. Just import the image into mm -hmm. Photoshop. And you can start, you know, tracing around it, but I'm just going to do this by hand to show how easy it is to do your own custom. Because I know not everyone wants to follow, you know, what someone else made. So, window, go back to Photoshop here. Um, and so, this is what you typically see with those 3D printed um, houses. You have these balls, and they have these, like, groovy infill not even infill because this isn't done by the slicer this is 
manually done. A lot of people don't understand this is manually, this, this has to be manually done. Um, it has to be manually designed like this. Not always. Some companies have uh, proprietary slicers. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. I'm not sure why that, keep, that keeps happening. No worries. All right. Mm -hmm. With the software, it should be downloading the video and audio directly to your computer to be uploaded afterwards. So it will uh, should be much better quality than it appears right now. All right, control S, the magic word. Uh, all right, so basically, um, you really need the pen tool for this to work. So after you draw your uh, your floor plan or if you have a floor plan that you want to trace go ahead and trace it with the the pen tool and then basically just to give you a quick demonstration you're going to use the pen tool trace around all the borders of that floor plan all the yeah you could just make it a simple box for uh it'll be it'll make sense i think oh Awesome. I really appreciate you coming out to talk about your project. There's no reason to be, uh, it's early stages. So there's your, what you've done is incredible. And, uh, it's, Thank you. Uh, hopefully people see this and they're, uh, able to, you get customers and you get uh, people that want to work with you. I think you will. And, uh, yeah, you're uh, inspiring men. The, uh, your ability to see problems as, uh, you don't see the problems, you see the solutions. Yes. Thank you very much, Aaron. Um, I'm excited to, you know, show you in November when you come here, the, the house being printed. All right, man, I'm looking forward to it.